Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will finish up his message, which is titled, His Grace is Sufficient. This message has been working out of 2 Corinthians 12, verse number 9. However, today Chuck will also use John chapter 20 as a part of this message. So if you have your Bibles, please turn to John chapter 20 right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. What's the action step? Can I, can I give you the action step in a different passage of Scripture? Can you go with me to John chapter 20? And I'm done. This is what's known as the purpose of this whole entire gospel. The beloved disciple of King Jesus um, has written this account to inform us and to educate us on that Jesus is who he said he is and Jesus did what he said he came to do. And that here is, for about 13 chapters, he gives a clear argument and provided evidence that Jesus is the Messiah. The latter part, the second half of the book, really just focuses on Jesus doing what he did, said what I was going to do, I did what I did, and did all that good stuff. And then now he's giving the disciples, after he came up out of the grave, he's now giving them, well, he goes to the cross, does what he does, and then he gives them things that will help them stay the course. He starts to speak to them, just like a parent would do to a child if they get really, okay, remember, if you need this number, if such and such happens, here's the number to auntie, here's the number to bust on I need you to make sure you brush your teeth on time, I need you to make sure you say your prayers, I need you to make sure you do all this type of thing. Remember, you have parents, you know, we get ready, especially if you're going on date night, you know, sometimes date night, you don't even care, you just, Pew, I'm out of here, they're going to figure it out themselves. But Lord Jesus said, no, nah, I need you. Here's what I need you to know. Here's your faith area guidelines. Right? So he says this. He says, now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may what? You may what? You may what? That. Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by you may have what? Where? Your good flows out of his glory. The Apostle Paul did the action step. For the sake of Christ, our more boldly, he believed. Abraham believed, and it was what? Those that know? It was accredited to him as righteousness. Our action step is to be living by believing. Be living, Jay, by believing. We all in this room have life, but some of us ain't been living. 
So the Holy Spirit of God wants us today to faith him in. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do in this moment, very impromptu. Where have you closed the door and not allow his grace to have access in your life? What door did you close? Let me give y'all an example to make this real, because we do this by the Spirit, because I've done this in the natural, right? My wife and I, for months now, been trying to declutter our house. And if y'all like some of us, right, you like hired maid service, but you got to do the cleaning up before the, like, I, I still scratch my head about that one. It's a very real thing, I know. <laughs> Cause you, like, like, uh, 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 um, what you say, daughter, the other day you said, I, I'm not, I'm not nasty. I'm a little junky though, right? I ain't nasty. And you ain't no roaches or none of that stuff like rolling around here. I ain't nasty. I'm just laying around. I got a lot of stuff though. You know, a lot of stuff in places it don't need to be in, right? So what we do, especially when company come over, the first thing we do, uh, dramatization moment. This is what we do. This normally what it like when ain't nobody around. If y'all can see this, this is what it look like. Now I'm going to do this for the people on this side. I'm going to go to this door, right? I'm almost done, Mr. Charles. I promise I'm done. And then y'all can fire me if you want to after that. I don't know. Then watch this. Then you got, right, you got stuff in here. Somebody say, uh, I'm getting ready to come over. Or somebody can come repair stuff. You start to do all this. Nope. I'm be going in there. Let me get this. Uh-huh. Put this right here. Oh, this thing's supposed to be here. Let me get this. Let me get. Let me do this right here. That's right here. Uh-huh. Make sure I got nothing. Oh, oops. I got this right here. Uh-huh. All right, you can come on in. Let's. See. All right, we ready. See, yeah, you see, a lot of y'all done did that. Right? A lot of y'all done did that. I ain't the only one. So the question is, right, did I mess something up up here? Huh? <laughs> ain't that how we do? <laughs> we trying to fix it in our own strength, and we end up messing something else up. Instead of letting God do what God can do, we try to do it in our own strength instead of being weak and availing ourselves to the goodness of the Lord in that way. I've been preaching long enough. I can make anything work by this point. <laughs> I got a little experience. I got a little experience. Where am I going with that? Can we just have a real moment? And can you think about in this house, God's house, known as your heart, what doors have you closed off to him? Is it in your parenting? Is it in <laughs> Is it towards a relationship that God has told you to forgive? 
and you told God, too much happiness, too much stuff in there. So I'd rather close the door and not deal with it than to open up the door and let you help me get that nasty stuff out. Has it been a door to letting God be God in your life in general? Maybe you know God has been asking you to marry him. And he's done everything necessary for you to marry him. And he's proved his worth. And you still say, I'd rather live life on my own terms. Is it in your marriage? For you single people, is it in your flesh? Financially, not trusting God with your finances. Maybe it's not even the inside doors, it's the external door. You never let God in at all. You want to keep him on the porch like a solicitor. Maybe you've experienced so much pain and hurt, and you say, God, for some reason, I can't take nothing else because I can't take nothing else. I'd rather not have you come in anymore. I've had too much loss. I've had too much pain. And I think my heart is best served in my hands than yours. Because I'm not sure of how you're loving me. I know you love me, but how you're loving me feels more painful than purposeful. So out of our men's Bible study night, um, the Lord paired us up. And so we looked at the last chapter. Um, what was the last chapter? What were we do? Rejoicing in something, hunger in something, whatever we were doing. Yeah, hunger and thirst for righteousness, right? And so in that, God gave us a strategy. Joe Sink and I were leading we ended up putting names in the bag, shook them up, and for the remainder of this year, we call it the Grace Alive um, method that we're doing. So we're going to pair up and hold each other accountable to our growth in Christ, right? And so for this week, we looked at Psalm 23 together, right? As a unit, we've been looking at Psalm 23 and really sitting in that. Josh is my new accountability partner, right? And so we're going through this devotional in the Bible version app, and I'm really done after this. But I don't want to, I always want to um, walk what I talk. So what I just asked you to do is what I have been doing. So I don't want you to think I'm that kind of preacher. I'm just going to say and ask you to do stuff and then not be the first partaker of it myself and have to deal with it. So when I ask you to have that still moment, I've been having a still moment. So the other day, I sent this to Josh, and out of the devotional was, what is your greatest fear? And I said, and I thought about this from our devotional, and he revealed something I never would have voiced. I fear people's opinions of me. For most of my life, I've been rejected, neglected, and or abandoned. This makes my job, that being that of a pastor, that much more challenging. I'm always looking over my shoulder. Did I do this right? Did I say this right? Will they like me, etc.? I go through this in some form every week, whether in sports, family, work, etc., which is why I tend to joke 
and be silly because it's my defense mechanism. I'm always thinking I'm not enough. This is the evil that plagues me most often. From this, the statement of, he is with me. For his rod and staff, they comfort me. Right? That's that part of the verse that we were looking at. Uh, I mean, of Psalm 23. That he is with me, part of today's verse is beginning to stand out more. My fear or fears always seeks to make me think otherwise. My fear or fears always make me or tries to make me think that God is not with me. I'm thankful for today's revelation. I believe God is restoring me in more ways than I know. Josh, you want me to read your response? Thanks for sharing, PC. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> nah, he, he actually said a little... <laughs> He actually said a little boy to that, right? He says, I know the Lord is pleased with you, that you have not let your fears or what man thinks deter you from the calling he gave you. I know it's tough, but you should always remember that God has made you exactly as you are for a reason. You won't please everyone. You won't reach everyone. Remember the world rejected, neglected, and abandoned our Savior too. We have a good, good Father who knows us and can relate. I pray that the voice telling you that you are not enough gets quieter and quieter day by day. What, if I could sum up everything that happened today, why me, why this, why now? Because I love you, I am with you, and I'm never going to leave or forsake you. That's the sovereign God of the universe, Jesus Christ our Lord. He cannot be compared to. There is no other God, there's no other thing, there's no other substance that can remotely come close to his steadfast love that he displayed on Calvary's cross for all of mankind, whether they are walking the earth now, walked the earth before, or will walk the earth after we have left this earth. There is no more gooder God than King Jesus. And I stand to you today in the theme of what we looked at this year of being a witness. I am one that can provide evidence that that is true. It's up to us whether we're going to do like journey on this faith journey told us to do. Don't stop believing. I want us to be living through our believing. God be good. And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. 
Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Thank you.